Hello, hello, good morning. I'm so glad you are here with me. This is going to be um, an awesome way to talk about things that are very close to my heart, things that we all go through. So if you don't know me, my name is Suzanne McAllister. So I'm a psychotherapist, mindfulness teacher. I also use breath work and I'm a clinical hypnotherapist as well. Um, and today I want to talk about emotions and how we're going to face our emotions, especially when we hurt um, and how we fill this void when things hurt. And often we do things that um, are not the healthiest things for us. So we might end up shopping, drinking too much wine, avoiding things. We might be angry. We might be yelling at people. We might um, eat too much. So there's all these things that we do when things are painful for us. And so today I want to talk about, um, give you some examples about uh, my life and that of my clients as well. And I want to give you some hints and hints and tips how to get through better. I think that's a really good um, topic for especially right now when people are really stressed there's so much uncertainty so if you know me a little you know I work with my speciality is working with people with anxiety I also work with parents with anxiety I work with uh, women that are in um, a transitioning phase and I also work uh, with teenagers which I completely love and children so that's what I do in my um, in my private practice and in my online coaching practice as well so let's dive right into what is going on in our lives when we feel um, emotions and we're talking about the emotions like the big things when we feel really low when we feel um, frustrated when we feel sad when we feel lost all of these things are just there um, on the surface often and we might have the feeling and we might have the urge to hide them from others and um, the more we hide them they will always catch up with us don't you think so so this is what we're going to talk about today and yeah so big emotions in all our lives um, for me it's been um, you know my own story I think life was really good until probably 11 years ago when my husband was diagnosed with cancer. He passed away nine years ago now. And I've been a bit on a roller coaster ride ever since I then raised my two teenage daughters. They moved out of home. Um, they have their own life now. And um, for me, it's been going through menopause, going through changes in life. So I live in Australia which is, I was born in Germany, so this is where part of my family is. My husband was Irish. I feel <laughs> very connected to Ireland. and um, But I love Australia. This is really my home. I love being here. I love the people here. But of course, then um, living on the other side of the world where you come from does come with its own challenges as well. So there's no family here. My friends have to be my extended family. And for some of you that have told me that's the best thing ever because often our families are part of our problems. And um, when you live on the other side of the world, it's way easier to avoid that, isn't it? But that then that, that also comes with other things that um, where I feel like my roots are on the other side of the world, but I really 
always saw my little nuclear family, like wherever my husband and my girls were, that's where I would have been happy to. My husband would have said, I really have this strong feeling we have to live at the North Pole now because we need to go. I'd be saying, let's go and pack it up. That's what happened when when we lived in England. My first daughter was born in England. And um, I just knew I had to go. Um, we had to go. And then we went to Spain and I just stood at this place in Mijas and I looked down and I said to my husband, we need to live here. And we did. And it had many ups it had so many downs. We got we were bankrupt at some stage, and we went through crisis. And it was oh, I couldn't pay rent, didn't have food, and that all with when my daughter was like really tiny. We moved to Spain when she was six months old. So yeah, so it was a roller coaster ride, but it was the same. I always knew I needed to be in Australia around the time I was in my 40s and 50s. There was like this, I need to be in Australia. And um, so I said to my husband, we need to be in Australia. And he's like, okay, let's go. And uh, so it's been the, the biggest blessing. And it, it also does come like life just comes with um, the things that we are able to manage. And it comes with the things that where I think that could break us and his um when he was sick um and when he passed I thought that was going to break me but I'm this doer so I'm my avoidance of looking at emotions is doing I go in frantic um doing mode so I went to an overdrive tried to be the you know the super mom and dad for my girls and just went into frantic had to learn so many things about financial stuff because I was like the you know the holistic spiritual person um, working with people's like emotions and with people's um, stuff within my husband he was the one that was doing the financial stuff and paying the bills so it was a steep learning curve for me as well and of course when your avoidance uh, your avoidance form is doing at some stage I think it was when my uh, when my youngest daughter turned 18 I had like this like my my body went through so many changes and I was completely burned out I then went um, to Europe for a little while which was um, with my youngest daughter when she said oh, I'm gonna have a gap year when I finish school I was like panicking I'm like I'm coming we're, we're going on a gap year as well so um so we all went to the gap here and spent time in Ireland, spent time in Germany. And I'm so glad that I did because that was obviously when travel was still a thing. It was before COVID. But um, I took, it took then a while to build up my online business. So I was still working, but um, it was really good just to be with myself and to learn to apply all the things that I've been teaching people. And sometimes it's a hard one to actually to walk your walk and to um yeah walk the walk that we need to um learn which was my thing as well all right so that's a little bit of my story and this is also why i love working with children why i love working with women and with clients that go through life transi transitions and that go through changes and that find it difficult um all right so let's let's uh, let's dive right into what we can do. 
All right. How to face your our emotions when they're hurt. And there's so many things that have been hurting um, in so many ways, so many people right now as it is. So one of the things is um, how I work with people is to breathe through things and you'd be like, that doesn't fix anything. And right, of course, it doesn't fix anything by itself. But yeah, so some techniques that I use. And let's just um, imagine you have um, feel really anxious. You don't know what is the right thing to do. Maybe you are by yourself. Maybe you're faced with uh, wanting to have a different life, but you're stuck in a relationship. You've been there and it's not so bad that you want to leave it, but it's also not good. Because that's something that's happening for a lot of um, people right now. And that's a couple of clients that I have right now. Where is this? Does it get any better? Is that not? Everybody has that that lull in relationships. And so it's really about working out what are what is important to you and how can life be. So there's also um, a model and a coaching process that I lead my clients through. But we're talking about when emotions are just so big that you want to fill that void, that you want to fill that, fill that hole that you feel and when you want to avoid the pain that we feel. And so one of the first things is to really sit with it, to observe it and to actually ask where in my body do I feel that? What shape would it have? What color would it have? And that might be, it's different for everybody. And it might be still like, well, that's a very weird thing to ask. Like what shape does my pain have? What color does my pain have? So I get panic. It's like this elephant sitting on my chest and I feel like I can't, I can't breathe. And I'm literally hyperventilating, which um, apparently I did when I was a child. So that's something that um, came up when I did, um, like the Wim Hof retreat five years ago. I did this um, with the Iceman. If you don't know him yet, look him up. He's amazing. So when I did this breathing that I also use with my client, I teach that to my client. And um, I went back right to a place where uh, my where I used to, well, I think I must have been two or three, and I would just breathe in and not breathe out. So I would hyperventilate till I, till I would pass out. I had completely forgotten about that. But that's also the reason why I don't like cold water because my grandma, he just, she just, she didn't know what to do. She did the best that she could then. So she, either she just put me under her arm and put me under ice cold water to kind of bring me back. So, um, which was a shock in itself. And they would be so angry at me. And sometimes, you know, this old generation and used to slap me because um, that's, you know, they it must have scared them a lot. Um, but yeah, it's not that I, that I did it on purpose. I didn't, I didn't even know, like I was so little anyhow. So that's one of the things. So I use observation and I use breath. So observing, where do I feel it? Do I feel it in my chest? Do I feel it in my gut? Do I feel it in my stomach? Do I feel it in my shoulders? So sometimes we'll like crunch up so hard when we feel, um, the emotions and we're just tense so it depends on what uh, what uh, emotion is as well and just to be aware that something is going on what is going on and not jump so that's the difference between reacting and responding so when we react it's like this there's pain and you just go straight away and open the bottle of wine 
or you eat something or you call somebody and go like blah, 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 or you yell at somebody or you have a panic attack and hyperventilate so whatever it is for you so if you respond you have this moment and you think oh that i'm 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 hurting so i use this little thing as well as called hold which means am i what's going on with me emotionally um am i angry am i am i hungry or is there anything that my body needs right now am i angry um am i lonely or am i tired so what causes the big emotions and um so to really just find that moment if you have to lock yourself on the toilet you'll have to sit in your car and really important that you do this on your own and that you figure this bit out so just observing <sighs> okay where do i feel this in my body if it had a shape what would it be would it be a big edgy big black rock in my heart where is it if it had a color what would it be if it was a person who would it be asking yourself these questions where do you feel it and then naming it and validating it and naming the emotion um i was triggered this week about shame shame is like an emotion that I've carried around with me for so many years. And if you read uh, one of my books, Stop um, Sp Spreading Your Wings, that um, I write about that. I write about my what happened in my childhood and what happened to me. So shame was like a big thing that I carried around. And then somebody said something um, where I wasn't able to do something. And, and, you know, for some people, they use shame to edge people on to make them go harder do things better like for me it just has the opposite and that person just said oh you should be ashamed that you can't do this thing and I was like it was like a slap to my face and then I was triggered because um one of my best friends said something as well oh you'll have but you have to do this thing and I'm like do you not think I'll you don't you don't think that I'm been trying to do this it's like you really should know and I was just like really felt really vulnerable and I was crying over it and I'm like wow what's going on with me so then I had to really pull back and do this process as well because I was thinking wow there's still this shame there's still this feeling inadequate feeling small feeling not good enough and it's still there and there's you know I've done so much work on myself and I've studied this stuff for 25 years And there's still layers and layers and layers. I don't think we're ever done. So don't ever believe anybody that think they're perfect because now nah, if they're if they have to pretend they're perfect and they say they're perfect, it's not happening. Then you know you want to work with somebody and you want to listen to somebody that really knows themselves so well to know there's always other things pop up and there's always things that that we work on. So validate and name it and say, wow. So for me it was, wow, I feel this, this shame and where do I feel it? And like for me it was like I really felt it like in my stomach. It was like got a, a blow to my stomach. And yeah, just name it and sit with it and then figure out is it something that I can do about it? So if 
Is there something I can do about it? Is it a yes? Well, then do the thing that you can do about it. Is it productive? Will it help me? Will it help my my spiritual development? Is it um, Does it serve my highest good or not? So if that's the case, then do it. And I did. So actually, <laughs> I don't think that um, friend was expecting it because I kind of said, you know, didn't expect that from you because this is how I feel now because of this and um, we sorted it out we talked about it and um, I felt good that I that I said it even though it made me feel even more vulnerable but to actually share this is how I feel about it my old self would have just you know glossed over it and be like ah then I would have sulked and then I wouldn't have said anything until I got over it for days and I would have trusted that person a little less But I didn't, I actually said it and we sorted it and it was fine. So if you can do something about it and it's something productive, so it's not something destructive, <laughs> like, you know, whatever, there's many options that we don't have to go in. So but if, if it is productive and it um, brings you forward in your higher self-development, do it. If there's nothing that you can do about it, then there's several things you can do about it. So let's talk about practical things. So if there's nothing that you can do about um, on a practical way, then it's maybe time to get some help, get some coaching from a professional just like me, like how I work with my clients to help you through because then sometimes things are just too big that we can do these by ourselves. And then... Um, Other things, practical things, like when I feel emotions are just too big. If you come to my house, <laughs> I got this amazing speaker. <laughs> I put on music and it has to be something like ACDC and I move my body and I just dance out my emotions and I just, oh, and it just takes a couple of songs, three songs, 10 minutes and I feel better because this is because your my stress hormones and the, the adrenals, they're like so high. So This is then what causes um, a, like a lot more anxiety in my body. So I do that. So I dance it out. Um, that always helps. And um, it's also about changing the story in, in your head. So changing the story about dealing with my emotions. Um, not going into the victim, like the things that cause my shame. It's like not going into the victim mode. It's like, it's like, No, I was a child. I was a child and um, I didn't even know what was going on. So I'm not carrying that with me. And uh, the thing that I have problems with doing is like, <laughs> it's like singing and not looking at the lyrics. It's like this thing. I know it's not a big thing for a lot of you, but I, it's like I blank out when I don't have that safety thing there. And it's, it's a little thing, but for me, it's a big thing because I've been trying so hard to, to do this. And I don't have any problems. You could put me out in front of 10,000 people right now. I'd be happy to speak. I'd be happy because I focus on the one person and I'm like, I can change your life. I can help you with the things that I do and how I work. So I don't have any problem with that because I feel that's what I'm here for. This is my mission in life. But with the singing thing, haven't quite figured it out yet. But it's a work in progress and, I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm doing it. So I'm working on it. And that's the best I can do for now. 
All right, so this is the thing. And I also journal. So I journal and I look about, um, I write things down. Then I write song lyrics and I write poems, mostly for me. Um, although I am publishing the first song uh, on the 24th of June, I think it comes out, which is, I'm super, super proud of it. Um, and so, you know, I did the lyrics and um, my friend did um, did the music and it was like just a creative joyful process it was just so much fun and I wanted way more of, of that but yeah so you can make up a song if that's your thing you can write um, and journal and practical thing like if emotions are too big you've obser observed them you um, validated them you named them you decided you're not going to fill that void with some unhealthy pattern um, that you had before and or in the past then that would be um cry just let it out let the tears flow feel it um and that's also a thing where um, i had we're like no nah, well that's not gonna help crying it's not gonna help so that was my my childhood thing but now i'm like yeah i'm just gonna cry if it feels like it i'm gonna cry until I'm done with crying because there's this release as well and your body is magical. It really, really takes care of you. So another one that I struggle with is letting others in and opening my heart because that does make us vulnerable. Um, it's always been hard for me to ask for help because well, that all comes back to attachment style. So that's just a whole other thing that I'll talk about Um that I'll talk about as well. So the attachment style is the thing that we already carry with us when we're children, is the how our primary caregiver takes, takes care of us and what we believe and the meaning that we make from it. So letting others in, I did struggle with this, same as my, um, my client. And Alice is one of my clients that I've been working with for a year now. And her life has changed completely. And one of the things that she always struggled with was she had this perfect, perfect life on the outside. And um, asking for help was just a no-no because in her family, it was like asking for help is that's the, um, you know, letting others in. And it's also then you have to admit that you're not perfect. And once we hack this thing, and I really, really remember it, so I use cognitive behavioral therapy with my clients and I use this coaching tool. And so at the end of my session, we're like, okay, now we'll have to, you'll have to learn how to say, um, how to ask somebody for help. And she started shaking. She's like, oh, no, no, I can't do it. I can't do it. And I'm like, yes. And how about we start with a stranger? Because she didn't want to ask her family. She didn't want to ask her friends. Just like, just. So we did like, like a really, she wouldn't even ask somebody if she's in a big shopping center and she was looking for a particular item in a, in, in the department store. She wouldn't even ask. So where do I find the socks? She wouldn't. She would just wander around, even that little thing. So we started with something really small. She did actually have to go shopping and went. And I said, you'll ask for, ask one of the assistants, where are the socks? Can you help me, please? Oh, can you? No, that, that was a big thing. It was like, oh, excuse me. Could you tell me where are the socks? Because she didn't want to say, can you help me, please? But that sentence came way later in her journey. 
And so her emotional journey was also that she felt um, nobody was ever there for her. But of course, everybody thought she was so busy and so um, together that um, nobody ever thought about offering her any help because of course she never asked for it and she looked like that's the last thing she needed. So people came to her for help all the time and um, she helped everybody. She's a beautiful, she's a beautiful person, but she was on the inside. She was crying out for connection because when we actually open our heart and we ask for help, we actually have a human connection with that person. Even if it is at a shop assistant, there is this, this tiny little human connection that we have. So yeah, the can, can you help me place that came way, way later. And she has completely changed from this um, on the outside, put together, strong, um, perfect person, which on the inside, she, she felt so broken. She felt so alone that nobody saw. So she's become this beautiful, beautiful person. Like she changed her appearance. Has, her appearance has changed. Her hair has changed. Her laughter has changed. She's actually really good now with just letting others see when she's not perfect. And it did come to as a shock for some people. She lost some people in her life. And um, that was a good thing because she was the rescuer for so many people in her life. And she gave her energy. She just gave this energy all the time. And she never got anything in return. That was also because she never she never asked for anything in return. So, um, yeah, it was, it was a big day. <laughs> Going shopping and asking where the socks. But it happened. All right. So, yeah. So, let others in. Open and ask for help is a big one. And um, gratitude. So, being grateful for the experience, being grateful for all the other things that go right in your life and um, finding that they, that completely changes your um, output. It completely changes um, your vibration. And then, of course, there is getting help, getting professional help from um, somebody that knows what they're talking about. Um, if, you, if you want to know how to work with me, just go on my website, suzannemcallister.com. Um, send me a, a message. You can send me a message on here. You can email me at um, suzannemcallisterwellness at gmail.com and get in touch with me um, because this is what I do. I help people through their life transitions. I help them to feel less anxious. I help them to really um, change their lives. And I love doing that as I, I work with um, with parents with anxious children and help them through that <laughs> i work with teenagers which i love and uh, with women and men that go through life transition so just reach out and see um how can we coach if we're a good fit for each other i'm happy to um, talk to you so i'm actually giving a few adventure sessions with me away this month i have uh, three spots left so get in touch it's an hour with me. There's no strings attached. There's no sales. There's just for an hour. We're going to explore. You become crystal clear. You get some coaching with me. And if at the end you want to know how to work with me, that's okay. And if you don't, that's okay too. All right. So I hope I gave you um, a few things there 
that are practical and that you can um, you can um, use in your own life that you can use on a daily basis that you can use in um, whatever else is going on in your life so let's summarize so big emotions how to deal with them so first of all is to decide to respond which means that gives you that extra half a second that stops you from opening the bottle of wine that stops you from shopping that stops you from um, doing anything emotionally or letting it out on other people or yeah so many things that um, that we do to avoid these things so you're gonna maybe take the decision to um, I'm gonna respond to this and I'm just gonna sit with it and you know don't feel bad if like that's not you today you might want to listen to this over and over and over again and then when you're ready you get in touch and you start to apply these tips and tricks that I um, that I'll outline there for you so one of the ones is observe Um, so when you decided to respond you just go observe and ask yourself where do I feel that in my body because then you become far more aware you might feel it in your head you might feel like tension tension in your shoulders you might feel it in your heart you might feel it in your stomach you might feel it in your gut you might have weak knees whatever it is that comes up for you and then that validation and name it and be like yeah it feels like this and I feel sorry about that um that validation about how you feel and where it is and then naming it it's like I feel really sad because um that friend said something to me or I feel really sad because life is very different for me now and I live on my own and it feels empty so really sitting with that and letting it just be for a moment breathing through it so there's a a technique that I teach as well that instantly calms you down as well and then asking yourself so what can I do about it is there something I can do about it so if there is something you can do about it and you choose to do something about it what is it that brings you forward in your emotional and is it something that really brings your higher self forward so is it not destructive (laughs) so does it bring you forward in your higher self in your journey is it beneficial to you and to everybody else and if it's a no then get help get coaching um, figure it out everything is figure outable and then try to apply some of the practical things that i just talked about so move your body put on the music um, dance it out run it out go to the gym whatever it is change the story in your head so every time I catch myself with negative thoughts and telling myself the same old story oh I can't do this well and I know that's just a little but every time I tell myself the story I need my I need I need to look at my lyrics I can't do this I'm you know I've started to go cancel I will I'm on my way to do this it's gonna happen I'm on my way I'm on my way I'm learning I'm learning so just really rephrasing this and then you can journal or you can write you can cry it out nothing wrong with that and you can um, let others in and ask for help for somebody that you trust or for somebody that's a professional that knows what they're doing where it's only about you because even when we get help from our friends or family 
you know, to actually have like a professional coach to focus just on you for an hour. That is, it brings you forward because even if you speak to your family and your friends, you know, they are often not able to apply like professional tools like I would be able to. Also, they often just want to soothe, soothe you and they'll be like, it's going to be fine, it's going to be fine, I understand, he's an idiot, he's this, he's that, or whatever, it's coming up, you know. Um, so it's very different uh, when you work with a professional. Um, it doesn't have to be me, it can be somebody like me, but just make sure that they know what they're doing and that you're a good fit and um, that they have the right tools for you. But yes, yeah, so you can open your heart to your friends, to your family, you can ask for help with what's going on in your life and um, using gratitude as well, so journaling and gratitude just raises your vibration so um, with Alice it was like, so she would tell herself the same story and then we use gratitude and I would get her to send me three things she was grateful for every morning and so she would wake up in a different mode and there would be somebody there it was like a, a human connection you can set that up with your friends just like a little circle of like in the morning first thing send me three things that you're grateful for and it's a fun thing to do as well that lifts your vibration all right so this is it for me for today. If you want to have an adventure session with me, have an hours with me, just get in touch. Send me an email at Suzanne McAllister Wellness. That's Suzanne, S-U-S-A-N-N-E-M-C-A-L-L-I-S-T-E-R. Um, wellness at gmail.com. Go to my website. You can um, subscribe. I've got like, some free resources there for you. You can subscribe and then you get my best tips and tricks every week into your inbox as well. But yeah, I've got um, three sessions for the rest of June. I've got three hours to give away for some coaching with you that uh, where we can explore about what's going on. So yeah, send me a message, send me a personal message on Facebook or on Instagram and um, get in touch. It was a pleasure for me to um, share a little bit of my craft here with you. I hope you enjoyed it. And I will um, see you around. Thank you.